an encouraging word with David Ravel, founder and executive director of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries. This podcast has two purposes. First, to bless pastors, pastors' wives, and their families. And second, to challenge the body of Christ to support your pastor through being faithful in prayer, seeking to grow in your relationship with Jesus every day, and coming alongside him in your devotion to kingdom work. And now, here is David with an encouraging word for today. We are so glad that you've tuned in. We are coming to you from the hills of Tennessee, a beautiful display of God's handiwork. Shepherd's Fortress Ministries is a ministry of helps and encouragement to pastors and their families and ministry leaders. We are here for prayer, to listen, and to connect you with retreat opportunities around the country through our ministry partners and connections we are making on your behalf. Pastors, I want to repeat this often. We pray for you, your family, and your ministry. We urge the church, the body of Christ, to pray for your pastor, his family, and the leadership team of your church each and every day. My heart's desire through this podcast is to bring encouragement from the Word of God to all who tune in. Our focus is the power of a godly witness. Oftentimes, when we preach and teach about witnessing, folks tend to picture a setting where we're sitting across from someone with a gospel tract telling them about Jesus. There is certainly a time and place for this, yet our witness is so much more. In a recent podcast, our focus was edification, yet sometimes substitutes come in. Rather than fully relying on the Holy Spirit to have His way, we tend to rely on technology, gadgets, big productions, a cutting-edge worship band, the list goes on and on. Not only does our witness matter as individuals, it matters as a church, as the body of Christ. Our church services, whenever we gather, they're a part of our witness. As I reflect following a service, I ask, what resonated most? For those who came with a genuine spirit and heart of worship, were they nourished, equipped, and emboldened to live for Jesus in their daily lives? And for those who entered distracted, those who have a tradition-based, my good deed for the weak mindset, what was their takeaway? Did we invite the Holy Spirit to challenge and convict them to break free of lifeless routine? And most importantly, what about one who is lost, one who is sincerely seeking something real in their life? As they exit a church service or event, have we remained true to Scripture, fully relying on the Holy Spirit in a way that leads them to the cross? Our personal witness also matters. Are we going through the motions in lifeless repetition? Or do we live the Christian life as a utopian fairy tale where we put on a front of being a super Christian when our heart is overwhelmed with the cares of this world? See, Jesus came. He died and rose again so we could live for him, living the abundant Christian life. Those who put on an artificial front, having the appearance of a Christian, yet behind that false front they are empty, they lack joy and peace. Listen to what Paul writes to Timothy in 2 Timothy 3 verses 1 through 5. It says, But know this, 
that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, and from such people turn away. You see, a godly witness is a product of a genuine, faith-filled, life-giving relationship with Jesus. If my desire is for people to be saved, authenticity in my life is crucial. I want people to have a sense that I wholeheartedly trust Jesus, that I believe his word, and that he is truly all I need, that he is my rock, my anchor, my eternal foundation. This holds true in every area of our lives. Take marriage, for instance. Devoted followers of Jesus should be shining examples to the world that God's design for marriage is truly the only source of genuine love, joy, and satisfaction. Sadly, divorce rates amongst professing Christians is just as high as the world around us. This must change. Our marriage relationship as Christians is also a part of our witness. It's a picture of Christ and his church. Listen to what it says in Ephesians 5 verses 22 through 33. It says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother, and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband." We must not allow the whims of our culture to supersede the Word of God. In every area of our lives, may we strive to maintain a godly witness in the strength of the Lord. A true follower of Jesus should be the most productive employee, reliable, one who is the most trustworthy, who does not betray a confidence, one who keeps their word, one who seeks to allow the fruits of the Spirit to radiate in thought, word, and deed, one who seeks to edify others with words of grace, seasoned with salt, according to Colossians 4.6. As we seek to be a godly witness, a godly example, 
It's never to draw attention to ourselves. It is always meant to direct people to Jesus, because apart from him, we are nothing. When we focus on witnessing, I believe in being a complete witness for Jesus. We'll never be perfect or flawless in this life, yet we can live a blameless life that is well-pleasing to the Lord, which will greatly impact our witness, which results in more opportunities for you to lead people to Jesus because of the seal of the Holy Spirit, along with the power of His presence that flows in and through you as you adhere to the Word of God with joy, passion, and diligence. A godly witness hinges on a genuine life of faith. Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. As we pray, let us lift up the body of Christ to wholeheartedly seek to be a godly witness to the fullest extent possible. People need Jesus, and he invites you and me to be a part of all he's doing around the world. This is the true source of joy and contentment, to be at the center of his will in godly obedience. This is how we become and remain a godly witness. Father, we come before you and we lift up your people, the body of Christ. We pray, Lord, that we would seek to be a complete godly witness. May every part of our lives be infiltrated by the Holy Spirit. Lord, we surrender to you and confess our sins and shortcomings. And we pray, Lord, that we would stand fast and stand firm on your holy word. Lord, we thank you for the cross. We thank you for the price you paid so that we would be saved. We pray that we would not be ashamed of the gospel. We pray for every pastor and every pastor's family. We pray you'd supply their needs and help them as they equip the body of Christ for every good work in the power of the Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory, praise, and honor. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we wrap up for today, I have a special request. If you are encouraged, please share the link to our podcast with your friends on social media or by email. I would sincerely appreciate your help in getting the word out. I would like to invite you to like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. You can also request to be placed on our email list where you'll receive reminders of our latest podcast being uploaded and occasionally you'll receive information that we think would be of interest to you. Pastors, we thank God for you and your faithful devotion to love and lead the church. We look forward to hearing from you for prayer and encouragement. We are so thankful for each one who reaches out to us to say that you're praying for us. It so encourages our hearts. In the meantime, we pray the blessing of the Lord upon you as you minister to God's people and those yet to surrender their life to Jesus. We invite you to tune in next time. Until then, let me urge you to stand firm in Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you so much for tuning in. May the Lord pour out his blessings in your life, your family, and your ministry. This has been a production of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries, kingdom-building encouragement for kingdom-building pastors. Until next time, may God bless you as you seek him with all your heart. Thank you.